Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 24 winner of her trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's. Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Pass Archibald Mike Smith, Leon Dreisettle. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Un- Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. What a stop made by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Sarah passed away, better known as Freddie Mercury. What a voice that man had. I mean, the range, wow. Seems like an appropriate song given what we're going through today. Coming up at 4.30, 4.30 uh, Edmonton time, uh, Premier Jason Kenney 
Dr. Tina Hinshaw will have uh, a update that many people are going to be listening to, one that undoubtedly uh, could theoretically affect numerous businesses, as we'll see uh, what the implications are of perhaps a uh, variation of a shutdown. Certainly uh, some industries are going to get challenged as a result of this. I think we all know it's coming. And again, uh, during the course of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News, Jay Lynn Nye will have that for you today at 4.30. Again, with Jason Kenney, the Premier of the Province of Alberta, along with Dr. Dina Hinshaw. This is uh, Oilers Now. Thank you for being with us. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it and supplies uh you know what i can't wait we used to use that song sometimes uh when the edmonton oilers were hanging on in past years uh not to make the playoffs i know we got a a san jose sharks fan out there that likes to give it to me uh, i mean the Oilers were going to be a playoff team this year this past season there was no question about that there's been a lot of challenging times difficult stretches where the team had really big games and it was under pressure indeed and i can't wait to when we get back to that again um uh, there would be times when uh, we would be flying back, maybe from a game in St. Louis or someplace like that, central time in particular, for, for whatever reason, it always we'd get in about 4 o'clock in the morning after maybe being on a four- to five-game road trip. And maybe the owners had only won one of the five games on the road trip, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, we're, we're getting in at 4. I'm going to be at the house by 4.45. Uh, Got to help my wife race the kids off to school because I haven't seen them for 10 days go back in the wrapper for a couple hours and then drive into the studio to take some calls because, you know, fans are passionate, they care. And uh, and those seemed like tough days, and, and they're not now. I mean, when you're sitting there, you know, reaching out to uh, guys that were far better academically than you were when you were in school and learning uh, about things such as cycle threshold CT value and how much of a virus an infected person harbors it. I can't wait till we get back to the sports, but uh, you know, the reality is it's affected uh, all of us out there. So we're going to try to make this as light as possible because we know it can get a little bit heavy uh, later on uh, during the course of the day. It is a Tuesday, which invariably means that uh, Mark Spector and myself will probably get into an argument at some point. Uh, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta presenting the Western Canadian Pacing Derby and the Don Byrne Memorial this Sunday at the Century Mile. Racetrack fan access is limited uh, to watch Alberta's top three-year-old Colts and Phillies battle it out, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Speck will join us today at 12.30 through 1.30. At 1.35, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, former Edmonton Oilers coach and uh, player Ian Herbers, the Bears, in theory, were scheduled to be taken on Team Canada on Saturday and Sunday down in Red Deer. Now, Canada has, uh, I guess, have they shut practice down? Uh, they've got a couple players that have tested positive. And again, uh, there's different variations of the degrees of the seriousness of these sort of situations, but it's affecting uh, a multitude of levels in sport. I know a lot of you listening to a show called Oilers Now probably love the NFL. I know I do. I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens have a game Thursday night 
U.S. Thanksgiving, theoretically, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And right now that one is in danger of being uh, postponed because uh, they're up to four or five members of the Ravens that have now tested positive for the virus. And it's all part of this 2020 year that at times has just been... Uh, there used to be a saying that's gone from being ridiculous to the sublime. There's nothing sublime about it. It's drilling us right over the head, hammering us on a day-by-day basis. You just got to get everybody to work together and try to work our way through these challenging and unique times. You can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games, and the poker room now open at the River Cree. You'll notice the slot machines separated by plexiglass, one of the many steps the River Cree has taken to follow AHS guidelines. We've got nine dining options at the River Cree, including the brand-new Italia, where you can get two-for-one entrees on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cree Resort and Casino is Alberta's premier resort destination. You can also text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Today's top story for legacy heating and cooling, home with no payments and no interest for one year. I'm going to bring Brendan Escott in right now. Brendan, the top story today in the province is what's going to take place at 430. Amongst your peer group, um, are they all in on the ongoing topic that is COVID, or has a degree of COVID fatigue set in, uh, sort of with those mid-20-year-olds in terms of dealing with things in society? Oh, boy. I mean, can the answer honestly be both? I mean, as as we are exhausted, I, I mean, my buddies and I, it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult at this point, and... Um, but that said, it's not as if we're 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 folding it up and saying, "All right, well, let's let's give in." Like that is the absolute wrong thing to do at this point. So, yeah, there's fatigue there. But what do you do? How much have you studied up on it over the course of the last eight or nine months? Uh, a lot more in the beginning than I have recently. Yeah. Well, as you know, I mean, it's uh, it's it's an ongoing situation for everybody. I, I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like to be 25, uh, to be, you know, around your age, 25, 26 years of age. And, you know, you're at that time, there's a degree of I certainly I, I you know, I can't speak for everybody out there, but I'm going to guess that a lot of listeners to the show feel the same way. You have a degree of. Uh, uh, invincibility when you're in your mid-20s as a guy at least I did and uh, I look back now and as I'm a little bit older certainly just uh, not that it's been an awakening but it's been a reality uh, I certainly realize now that I didn't know as much as I thought I did back then and you know also learned that uh, there's a couple different types of people there's people out there that uh only see things their way and can never uh, even listen to an alternative uh, perspective. Notice I didn't use the term alternative facts. And then there's individuals that can engage and have uh, even animated discussion and at least recognize where other people are coming from. And if we had a little bit more of that, maybe we wouldn't have sort of this uh, wild left versus right thing that we got going on. And sometimes it manifests its thing into things like COVID as well. So interesting times. And again, COVID plays a factor in a potential return to play for the National Hockey League. You'd be naive to believe that some of the medical experts that helped out uh, the National Hockey League during the return to play for the conclusion of the 1920 season have not already been in uh, conversation. 
as to what it's going to take to get going for 2021. we got a lot of challenges. Obviously, it doesn't look like we're going to have fans at the start. I think that's an absolute given. We might not have fans all year. You ha- you hear different things every day on when will there be a potential vaccine, as an example. Uh, we have some people listening to the show that probably aren't going to take the vaccine. Uh, and and so it's, it's going to be really intriguing to see how long of a process this takes. I personally believe, you know, I know there's a desire for the players to play. I believe the commissioner of the National Hockey League, Gary Bettman, wants to play. I think it's important that the NHL plays. Uh, and, uh, you know, you got to you got to continue to come up with options and solutions to make that happen. As we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Now, we had Nick Kiprios on the show yesterday to talk a bit about his book, Undrafted, and Nick mentioned via Twitter yesterday that there was uh, not a lot of discussion between the NHL and the NHLPA. Well, that's probably, uh, I hear, the first time that they haven't had daily conversations in over a month. And we know they're still on the clock to get as many games as they hope to get in for next season. But if you read the tea leaves, if you've watched um, past um, examples, I would think that not talking over the weekend doesn't bode well for future talks in terms of making significant gains on still starting a season January 1st. Uh, there you go. Uh, again, that was uh, Nick Kiprios joining us on Oilers Now yesterday. John Shannon is a regular Monday contributor to the show. He said something interesting. Uh, he said that there's no, uh, there isn't a huge rush to negotiate the return-to-play deal at this time. I don't think there's any hurry right now to do a deal until we measure how how bad the pandemic is at this point. You know, I mean, and how things changed. I mean, so much has changed. So much changes every day, Bob, in in our country, in the United States. Uh, that I don't, I, I really don't think that they're in, in, in near as much of a hurry as people make it out to be because. It's going to change in 10 days. It's going to change next week. It's going to change in a month. Um, so that what they want to do is make sure that they get it right. All right. Again, there's lots of different perspectives out there. Um, in an ideal world, I, I'll tell you what I think is going to happen at the stage. You want to hear what I think is going to happen? What do you think, Brendan? Should we let her rip? Should we, should we go with it? Do it. Let's do it. I think that uh, we return to play starting with training camp sometime between... I'll go January 7th and January 17th. And uh, I will go with the start of a 48-game schedule, January 17th to February 5th, in that range. So 48 games. I mean, I don't know about, if you're listening to the show right now, we've had two lockouts where there were 48-game skeds. Doesn't it make sense to do a 48-game sked again? The, The Canada division, which would be awesome, is an absolute given. Given some of the border situations that are currently occurring right now, there is a border closure uh, that requires quarantining and all those other things between Canada and the United States. Uh, so it, it's obvious we're going to have an all-Canadian division. And again, speaking last year, the Oilers actually had the highest percentage, winning percentage in the of the Canadian teams at 585. The Leafs were at 579. Vancouver was at 565. Calgary at 564. Winnipeg at 563. So that's how close those three teams were. Montreal at 500. They probably improved their team the most in the offseason. Ottawa at 437. Canadian division would be tough. But I see, you know, basically second week of January, training camp, and sometime between, you know, uh, 
January 17th or so to February 1st. We start it. We have a 48-game regular season. It's really easy to do for the Canadian teams. You play each other eight times, four times in your building, four times in their building, and you double up when you go on a trip. So you go into Ottawa, you play two games. You might go do a six-game road trip. Who knows? Uh, and then it would be limited extended travel for the ongoing support. That's how I foresee it. That makes the most sense to me. Uh, can they get past right now the challenges between the NHL and the NHLPA? Why not? Well, I, th- I think they can do it. Sure they can. Uh, especially if there is an ongoing deferral. And the other thing, I, I, I think most players, and certainly the organizations, are well aware of the unique challenges that the pandemic has uh, caused. There are a lot of people right now, in this, specifically in the private sector, uh, that have outright lost their jobs or received significant, uh, you know, seen their salaries shaved uh, by quite a bit. There's some public sector employees that have lost their positions as well. Um, and there is no appetite to hear, you know, the commissioner of the National Hockey League representing the owners haggling over money with the players uh, represented by Don Fear and the NHLPA. So find a way to make it work. And what logistically, when you factor in, get through the Christmas break, um, maybe we'll see a little bit of a, hopefully we'll see a little bit of a downturn in terms of the amount of the, the case rate that's currently existing. Hopefully it's not a guarantee. How could you say it's a guarantee based on what we've already seen? So I say 48 games, Canadian division, 24 home, 24 road, uh, February 1st, maybe at the latest. So you go February 1st to May the 15th for the regular season, and then you get yourself in a scenario where you got two months to get finished for the playoffs and July the 15th before the Olympics. That's kind of how I see it shaking down. Doesn't mean I'm going to be right. In fact, you know, you're going to be wrong once in a while. It comes with the territory. Just a couple little, uh, excuse me, news and notes. Ongoing, the discussions between Ryan Newton Hopkins and the Edmonton Oilers. There's no rush right now put it that way, for a contract extension. And I'm in the Braden Shen range for me as to what makes sense for Nuge, like six and a half. You know, he's uh, last couple of years he's been 60-plus points. I'm well aware of the fact that he plays in every, you know, uh, he's one of the two sets of uh, penalty-killing forwards that the Oilers deploy that was second in the NHL last year. Obviously a big part of the Oilers' number one power play. To me, six and a half million bucks kind of makes sense in the range, but I would think that uh, I, I'm led to believe the conversations are ongoing between Rick Vallette from Octagon. Heard Andy Scott from Octagon make some pretty uh, challenged comments directed the way of Gary Bettman after the most recent NHLPA conversations. But uh, anyhow, I digress. And Ethan Bear. Not sure what's going to happen there with Ethan. Um. I think there's a deal to be made. Unfortunately, Ethan Bear does not have arbitration rights. It was interesting to see Jake DeBrus get a two-year deal done yesterday. He's just doing an availability with the Boston Bruins media as we speak. We at uh, 1223 in Edmonton are going to take a quick timeout. A reminder, Oilers Now Trivia coming up for you today at 125. Up for grabs, a $50 gaming credit to Greta Bar. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And when we come back, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to go into our Ashley Fine Flores text line at 1226 in Edmonton. Gill asks, hey, Bob, my co-seasoned friend, uh, question, what is uh, OEG's, more specifically, Oilers management's total enamored view of Jujaric era? I don't understand. Just don't think he's developed into the caliber of player. Anybody had hoped he has been given multiple opportunities to take strides, and it's like he keeps tripping on his laces. I need to see it from a different view. Lifetime Oilers fan, Gil. Uh, I would suggest that Jujar didn't get a lot accomplished in the second half last year. It wasn't bad when he played center in the playoffs, but I thought that was in large part because Neil looked like he had a jump back into his step, and Chase on and Neil were two of the Oilers' better depth forwards. I, I, I've never actually felt that the Oilers were, from a management perspective, were overly enamored with Jujar Kara, and I do think that some of them uh, maybe think a bit like you, that he's got to have more game to give, and he hasn't shown that. So... Uh, there you go. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Um, we'll keep uh, getting to some uh, text things, uh, text a little bit later on. But as promised, we're going to get into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, Edmonton owned and operated. Your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back in the 630 Chet Studios, here's Brandon Escott. Jake DeBrusque signed a two-year contract extension with the Boston Bruins late yesterday. It carries an annual cap hit of $3.675 million for the 24-year-old who has uh, night, or had 19 goals, 35 points across 65 games last season. Uh, longtime NHLer Joel Ward has joined Manny Viveros on the staff of the AHL's Henderson Silver Knights. That's the new New Vegas Golden Knights affiliate. Uh, Jamie Hewart will also leave his associate coach's position with the Vancouver Giants and assume the other assistant role. And I believe, Bob, you can confirm this, that he and Manny Viveros were on the same uh, Swift Current Broncos staff uh, not too far in the past. Uh, two players tested positive for COVID-19 at Team Canada's World Junior Selection Camp in Red Deer. That has forced the postponement of today's third and final uh, red-white scrimmage. Now, players have been placed in quarantine at the team hotel, but for First cuts were originally planned to take place after this game, and they were going to trim it from 46 players down to 30 or 34. So I guess we'll wait on that front. Elsewhere, four Golden Knights did test positive, as did several members of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who closed team facilities back on the 16th and will keep them closed through this weekend. And uh, finally, with Dave Lowry ascending back to an NHL bench, the Brandon Wheat Kings stayed internal. They promoted Don McGilvery, the 24th head coach of the WHL franchise. 
franchise. He's been around the league for a while now, had some time with uh, Prince Albert Raiders, and was actually the Canada West Coach of the Year in 2008 with the Manitoba Bisons. All right, just involving Joel Ward. He'll be on the show on Thursday, played at the University of Prince Edward uh, Panthers, then uh, CIAU. He was uh, the Player of the Year, so he will be joining us Thursday on Oilers Now when Brian Burke makes his return to the show as well. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and uh, come back with Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.